Hey TRB fans, Lacey here. Looking for the perfect way to geek out about Star Wars in style? Check out jewelrybrands.shop. They have tons of fashionable ways to show your love for your favorite galaxy far, far away with pins, rings, necklaces, earrings, and more spanning from the Skywalker saga to the Mandalorian. And while you're there, don't forget to use code TRB at checkout for 10% off. So whether you're a Jedi or lean more to the dark side, you won't have to use the force to find awesome stuff at jewelrybrands.shop. came back and we're gonna learn how welcome everybody to the resistance broadcast i'm frank sinatra no i'm john howie how are you thanks for joining us we have a great show today yeah we are pumped because we're going to talk about that whole announcement that came out unbelievable everyone's going to be pumped about that everyone's excited about that i know i am i know james is i know Lacey is and we're going to talk a lot about it because there's not a lot of news stories today. So we're going to spend a lot of time on that. But uh, how are you guys doing? We obviously have something cool to talk about at the top here. But I just want to check in and say, how's it going? Obviously, for our YouTube viewers, Lacey has a different little angle going today. She'll probably explain on that a little bit. James, you were rocking, notice. The, rocking the <laughs> mall shirt, James. So you're feeling a little dark side today. How you doing, buddy? I honestly thought you were insulting like I, like a Hot Topic shirt or something when you said the mall shirt. You and I oh. are balanced. <laughs> We're balancing yeah. the force today. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Um, no, things are things are going good. Um, yeah, I'm excited to talk about the the Bad Batch roundtable and stuff like that. But what have you been up to, Lacey? I know I know you're getting some AC. Yeah. So this is kind of like my at home sessions. You know how like popular celebrities like Taylor Swift's like, oh, it's the you know COVID home sessions. Like this is the Lacey sessions, and my mic is saran wrapped to a mic stand to do this week's episodes because that's how i roll right now um i'm having ac put in my house so all my stuff's in boxes it's like i'm moving yeah. into my house for the first time um so yeah this nice. is fun i've got a nice little like asmr warm light aesthetic going cool. so hopefully you feel relaxed on a monday morning with me and the audio listeners no, don't know where are none the wiser i know but maybe you should tune in because it is very calming it's very nice yeah you know got kylo I, ren remember our first was our first canteen or first live stream i lost power and i had to go to my parents house you were in your old bedroom i was in my old bedroom and i was using yeah. tv tables yeah it was so, it was so ridiculous even farther yeah. back my first show i used to record this show in a closet that's right oh my yeah. god so weird. i forgot so, about that that was so before we moved to video we've come yeah how about that how about look at us it's like paul rudd look at us look at us all right i'm gonna so, put Jay i'm gonna revert i'm gonna put john and then reverse john on the other side so it's like look at two, us two of him um yeah james you got to do the round table thing with other uh blogs media podcasts yeah. and stuff and you got to speak with the. Uh, uh, Vanessa Marshall, who's the voice of Harrison Dula, Rebels, now Bad Batch. Um, so why don't you just give us a brief little, you know, what, what was that like compared to the other ones you've done? Uh, you know, we tried to get her to 
budge a bit, but stone cold. Uh, how'd it go? Yeah, no, I mean that that was very cool. Uh, and I think they're they're um, I don't know their understanding of how to do this stuff over Zoom is just getting better. Like I think I've done three now for Bad Batch specifically, and as they've moved along, wow. they've progressively kind of figured out better ways to do it. Even in the first one, I never talked. I, I actually don't even think like I was even like really there. It felt more like a webinar kind of thing mm-hmm. where I was just kind of listening in on what was going on. Um, but the, you know, the second one I did, uh, with Ming-Na Wen and, um, you know, now the third one with Vanessa Marshall, yeah, obviously they, they've come a long way they figured out, uh, you know, how to get people, um, involved in asking questions and stuff like that. And, um, although it was a, a bad batch kind of event, I went for a, a live action question and she just completely dodged it. Now, <laughs> Hey, uh, up to you guys, if you want to see if that's like a telling thing, like, Maybe she knows where that this character is the showing up in going, live action, yeah. so she didn't want to give an answer because that could because that could maybe yeah. seem like she's either going to be in the show or definitely yeah. not going to be in this show. She just didn't right. want to give anything away, so she just said, "I'm going to deflect and um, say wherever Dave wants to put that character. It's his character. Um, you know, he knows the story and he knows best, and I, I could never think to uh, top that." Um, so if you guys want, you can go listen to her uh, answer that question um, in the video or uh, in the article so on cool. Star Wars Newsnet. But yeah, yeah, I was like, I, I tried to incorporate one with the Force, right? Now for you the know how show. John feels when he tries to ask people questions and he just gets dodged. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yep. a, uh, it's because you, you long time ago, I think 2017, she was like one of our like big. We oh yeah. my god we got an interview and you did it you yeah. you and you did it off air uh, off air uh, you just recorded one on one and we imported it into our episode so and that was probably you were still asking questions about rebels and you're trying to get stuff on that Absolutely. and now rebels is gone and here's Hera still mm-hmm, relevant mm-hmm. Yeah. but you know what's I think the most interesting thing is they're not going to do Hera live action without letting her know first I think so yeah she's not going to play Hera let's be honest. Um, and that'd be kind of rude to not tell her. Yeah, because you think about the Ashley Eckstein yeah. thing. She found out. She was obviously upset about it that she mm-hmm, didn't get an audition. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I would assume Vanessa Marshall probably, you know, writing on the wall. I'm probably not going to audition to play live action Hera. Would be a good guess. Um, so she probably would. If it is in the works, she whenever that happens, she's going to be right made aware of it. So maybe you're right, James. Maybe it's already going on. We've been speculating. Uh, last Monday, you know, whether Hera pops up in Andor. And if that's the case, this show's almost done filming. They did it already. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's going to be very interesting to like look back on this. Um, sometimes our, our listeners look back and on, on our old episodes. I know they, a lot of them were doing that recently for whatever reason. But it's it's still cool that you got to talk to a, uh, a Star Wars actor from one of your favorite Star Wars shows. Absolutely. She's um, so nice, too. Yeah. she. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's all the tweets of everybody tagging her. She responds to them she's just very very cool so thank you to uh to vanessa marshall for doing that good job james doing that for us and um we have some more stuff to talk about later lacy did, did before the... we get started did you yeah. guys ever notice that you're right here that we are right here this what picture is, is of you guys oh i don't even know what you're pointing at it's a picture of us with Kylo Ren from Celebration. Oh, yeah. Am I in a different camera? It's been there for a while. 
Yeah, it's right here. Oh, yeah. It's been there for a while, but we but we don't normally see it. I know, but isn't yeah. that so cute? Yeah. I'm so adorable. It's so cute, yeah. <laughs> right. That was a good one. That's a good one. Sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> I was going to know. Uh, well, Lacey's going to give us a, a brief little rundown of what she did uh, via the Hasbro Radon table. But yeah. right now, we're going to hop into the Resistance Report and uh, talk some Luke. the resistance my favorite topic that's right john we are getting ready to talk <laughs> about luke skywalker now here's the thing is when disney gallery came out they were like you know hey cutting it back a little bit we're only really doing one this time we're not doing one per chapter however they wanted to do it last time there was a bunch of episodes last time this time they did one but we all watched it and we were all very excited to see one aspect of it and it was not included. There's a big question mark missing. Like, uh, where was all the stuff about uh, Mark Hamill and Luke Skywalker and how they did all the visual effects yeah. for that? And it's just it was just gone. Um, and we just, I don't know what everybody else thought, but we just kind of thought they were going to brush over it, never mention it. I don't, I, I don't know. They were sweeping it under the rug, but it looks like all bets are off. Now the time has come. Uh, Disney gallery announced that they are doing another special Mandalorian, uh, episode for the making of season two finale. They are absolutely, uh, doing this one episode and they really, um, they really let you know that, you know, they put Luke, bringing Luke back to life and all this other stuff. So this episode is probably going to very heavily uh, lay on that one particular topic, visual effects shot moment, uh, the finale and how it all came together and probably have a lot to do with, you know, the story and how, how they wrote in Luke and all this stuff. There's a lot to talk about. Um, I'm going to start with you, Lacey, on this one. Um, what are your thoughts on them doing another gallery episode specifically for the final chapter of season two? So I was one of those people, and you can go back, guys, on our YouTube channel or on our audio feeds and watch that gallery episode, the, the last one, where we kind of just thought, or no, it was the one episode. You can go back mm -hmm. and watch it and, and listen to it. I was so disappointed. I was like, the, what? How did you not talk about this big major moment in not only The Mandalorian, but in Star Wars that yeah. Luke Skywalker is back? And there was such an emotional reaction, not just for me, but so many fans and creators and storytellers and all this other stuff that you wanted to see that. You wanted to see the buildup. You wanted to know if Mark Hamill was involved, which we kind of found out through our interview with Hal Hickle that he was involved. Yep. He didn't go to the extent of how. Um, I have to give credit to James here because he said, you know what, maybe they're holding it back for the Emmys and stuff. And so mm -hmm. that if they nominate something or they mm -hmm. do a reel or something, they don't give it away. Yeah. And we found out this week, which we'll get into later in the resistance report that Mark Hamill was nominated for an Emmy for Luke Skywalker. So I got to give James credit. He was right. They held on to it for the reasons that Disney holds on to things to be secretive with Lucasfilm. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I can't wait. I, I feel like I'm going to, I'm just saying this because I always say this, but I feel like I'm going to cry this whole episode because <laughs> I just have such an emotional reaction to Luke Skywalker. There, There's not a time that I see him and I don't get like teary-eyed that I'm like, it's Luke Skywalker because it just means so much to me and so many other fans and, and people that love Star Wars. Um, but I'm really, 
I think I'm going to lose it when Mark's they interview Mark. Like as soon as he gets into like how much it means to him and how excited he is and what it meant to him with John Favreau, like I'm going to man, that review episode's going to be a blast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get it's ready gonna guys, it's going to be just mascara. <laughs> Cuz I'm excited to see the visual effects, but it's going to go beyond yes. that too and it's it's yeah. also about the story. And you know, Din and Grogu yeah. and everything. Like, I think that episode is going to be very, very Mark Hamill good. holding that puppet. Oh God, it's going to be amazing. What do you, he? What do you, are you sure Hamill was nominated for something? He was nominated for his guest appearance on The Mandalorian. Huh. I can't find it. I just know that because he tweeted about it, and then I wrote in all caps, "Mark." <laughs> oh, I think that was for a Saturn. Oh, it was maybe a Saturn. Saturn. Mm, that makes more sense. I actually thought the same thing, John. I opened up the list. I was like, ooh, I better take a look at that. I thought he was nominated. <laughs> Timothy Oliphant is nominated for guest actor. He was on him. that list. It's not on the list. I'm looking at the official list. All right. Well, I might have misspoken. So go ahead, John. I'm going to look it we'll up. We'll try to get see our facts together. what I actually together. retweeted because I was just so emotional that Mark was nominated for anything. That I, yeah, I, yeah, I agree completely. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, th- this is really cool because, you know, we, we yes. love the gallery. Drama guest actor. He was nominated for, oh, a Gold Derby TV award. Never mind. <laughs> Gold it Derby wasn't TV Emmy. award. There that's you what go. I'm talking but about. Timothy <laughs> Oliphant was also on this list. So that's why I think I then jumped to automatically. Yeah. It must have yeah. been an Emmy. Though I still stand by that James was right that they held on to this because oh, if Mark was getting nominated for stuff. They didn't want to hold back. But still, possible. congrats, Mark. And I can't wait to see you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think this is going to be fan, like just great. Uh, yeah. the whole gallery thing has been awesome. And, you know, I do remember, I should have went back and listened to, for Hal Hickel's quotes. Did either of you do that? He didn't go into specifics, like giving it away, but he said it was the first time he had ever heard Mark Hamill say, may the force be with you. Right. So yeah. And him, I remember him saying something about him being, um, starstruck on set or whatever and then scene. gina carano said he was on set yeah like there were a couple mm-hmm. people that corroborated yeah, so that he was it, there it is gonna be cool seeing him in his old luke outfit with like face markings on for oh performance God. capture and yes. stuff now obviously if you look at the image of the cameras shooting down the hallway that's a stunt man if you zoom in that's not mark hamill's face we get mm-hmm. that um but you know the stuff where he's stationary at the door and probably saying come here little one and that mm-hmm. whole thing, he probably did. And, you know, they didn't necessarily probably have to do that. Look what they did with Tarkin, obviously, without having Peter Cushing around. Mm-hmm. But it's just the fact that we know he was there. And That's how much what it is for me. Like, just and how much it meant to him. How much it yeah. meant to him. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to bring it up too much, but he, I don't, he still had, I think, a bad taste in his mouth with the whole Last Jedi thing. And he wanted to be Luke the hero, and he got a chance to do it. And it clearly meant a lot to him, and I don't think anyone should smite him for that. So uh, I love that it meant a lot to him. I love that he came back to do it. I love that they kept the secret. You know, Lacey, you keep saying how important that is. I agree. Um, I But in addition to seeing him, which is going to really, I think, hit a lot of us pretty hard, even those of us who aren't filming ourselves watching it, uh, I think hearing them talk about how they approached him, hearing him talk about how he was approached, I want to hear how Favreau wrote it, and I want to hear everything about that part of it, how it all came to be. I'm very, very excited to see this. August 25th can't come soon enough, but 
man, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. We have to do a, a reaction episode to it. I don't mean like a live watch reaction. Mando like fan just, show, baby. Yeah, we got to do that. And I, I think it's gonna be one, I, you know, one of those things in this era that everybody <laughs> is going to love, and that's hard to come by. And we have to embrace that stuff because that's that's really important for fandom. Uh, and it, it's it's just a win win. It's a win win. I'm so glad they did it. And uh, that was the thing. We were all scared. Like, and I remember when we were talking with, it was after Hal Hickel or maybe before we had Hal Hickel on. We were saying, no, it was right after the uh, gallery thing they did. And we said, why didn't they do it? And we thought because they were just trying to put as little a skeleton crew together with mm-hmm. as little cameras as possible right, right. to protect it. I guess not. And they still kept no. the secret. That's amazing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we we got the surprise and we're getting this. Like it's that's so awesome. It's incredible. I can't wait. Yeah, so now like we have JJ. the baby Yoda and Luke the second season where I have that moment that it's just like, no, no. And there's yeah. those little like first season. It was the ears. As soon as you saw the ears, you knew what it was. Mm-hmm. And then the Mandalorian? X-Wing, you were like, oh, my God. And then they were like the belt buckle. And you're like, no. <laughs> All right. Right. Yeah. And, and we got to see it. We got to see a photo of George Lucas holding Grogu. And now we're going to see Mark Hamill. Like, that's really special. It really is. And, you know, these folks aren't like I've said this before. These actors aren't going to be around forever. We lost, you know, Peter Mayhew, Kenny Baker. Why you got to uh, go there? Carrie Fisher. Like George Lucas is still a living person on this planet. Mark Hamill is still with us. That's like when people say Paul McCartney's still alive. It's an amazing thing that we take for granted. And they're here still involved in doing this stuff. We have to take a breath and realize how awesome that is. Mm-hmm. And I, I do, I'm just, I am so excited for this. I'm very happy for this. And I can't really say anything more on it. Um, man, what haven't you guys said? I mean, th- th- uh, there's a lot in this, uh, 24 nominations. It's crazy. Outstanding prosthetic makeup, outstanding music composition for a series. I'm not going to name them Does all. Does it lead? But... Is it leading or something beating it? Do we know? I feel like it was leading in nominations. Oh, for a number oh. of nominations? Mm-hmm. Oh, I do think I... it is leading. Well, it beat its own record. It last season one was 18, I think. There's no Game of Thrones, so they're all like, it's our time. Yeah. Currently, right now, it has 39 nominations, for including the first and second season, which is huge for, you know, two seasons of a show. Yeah. Favreau's like, um, give me more money. Yeah, outstanding supporting <laughs> yeah. actor in a drama, outstanding guest actor in a drama, outstanding um, drama series just as a whole, sound editing, production design. I mean, it, it goes all over the place. Um, it, it really... It, we really are spoiled the fact that, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of television out there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And yep. maybe I maybe this podcast exists because we're we're finding the right stuff. But I, I like to think this podcast exists because of stuff they did years and years and years ago, you know, and we and we're just still being treated to great content from that same franchise. Um, right. It's yeah. not it's we're no, we're not doing the show because you know uh it's a new show that's out that everybody's talking about or something like that it's like we were bought in years and years and years ago here we are we're talking about star wars and they just keep delivering like every piece of new content is always like some of the best animated stuff some of the best live action stuff you know no matter what it is um i think i i think i just saw recently even that like um like uh jedi fallen order has sold like so many copies it's like it's like 
an an unbelievable amount of number uh, of copies and it's like even in even in like the video game world like it's still massively successful and and doing like really mm-hmm. well it's like a game that people want to play so right. um sequel so i don't coming, know right? yeah what is that yeah sequels coming yep. right yeah that that is not on this week's uh news because they didn't announce anything but i think it's kind of news that they aren't going to announce any video game news this year at all and they actually put out a thing that said no star wars this year we will be back next year to unveil everything it's like okay celebration yeah Yeah. do do you think um make ever make a game based on any of the series like imagine they made like an obi-wan game that'd be kind of cool well they're they're working on a mandalorian game we talked about it a couple months ago. Is is it like a? But is it one of those games where it's like it's kind of a game, but it's one of those like apps? Or is no, it an actual the, video like the a rumor game? is that it's the rumor is that it's a, a game game, hmm. like an open world. Oh, that, well, game. it's just a rumor that this isn't an official thing. It's just something floating around. No, yeah. But, but I'm saying it's coming from a place of people have like evidence. It's not just like someone like heard it. That's yeah, interesting. Sure. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Sometimes news like just comes in and comes out and then we don't hear about it for a very long time but yeah yeah um going back to this man i i am absolutely pumped to watch this episode i think just like if you were to tell me they were only going to do one episode on you know like either the first episode or the last episode it'd be hard to pick but they pretty much nailed all the first episode stuff and and how they brought that to life in that other episode of gallery and now i'm now that we're getting the second one i'm like Yes, I'm so glad you are leaning into the last episode um, because that's the other big takeaway from this season. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't even know what to say about this. I'm I'm just so pumped, actually. I'm kind of um, just thrown about the news and how it came in and just like. I, the first thing I did when I saw it is like went right to our chat and I was like, Lacey, <laughs> did you see this? <laughs> and I wrote in all caps. I was like, yes, of course I did. <laughs> of Wait, course. did you, James, do you have, um, is, is there something specific that you're hoping to get out of this or see discussed or shown? Is there like one thing you're like, man, I really hope we get a look at blank or is there like anything like, Ooh, yeah you know what i i know they will show this but they will they will probably not show it in as much detail as i would like and that's going into detail on how they did the let's call it de-aging right i don't i don't know that that's exactly the technology that they're using here um but there's like even when i talked to hal I was trying to get him to kind of lead on to like the kind of technology they use there. And he was referring to corridor crew and how they did their thing. And they were like, um, you know, the, um, uh, now I can't think of what it's called. I just thought of the name, um, deep fake, you know, that technology and all that. And how is what ILM doing different than what, you know, uh, the uh, not the average but like a youtuber or a group of people building something on their own like how is that different um and i don't know that they're really going to go into that because i think what they generally like to do is they like to just showcase um i think we've talked about this a lot when it comes to the volume itself i go please tell me more about it and they just kind of 
always talk about it without saying any of the technical details. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's like, I want to yeah. know how it works. Uh, not so much like just the overall, like what it is yeah. or trying to re-explain it to somebody who maybe doesn't understand it. I'm like, I understand it. I want you to, exp- I want you to tell me the right, technology right. behind it. Um, they just show you the before and after. They're like, we take this guy's face and put it here. And you're like, okay, but how? And they're like, doesn't it look great? Moving on. Yeah. And you're like, no, wait. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We used all of the best, uh, newest technologies we had. And yeah. I'm like, what are the technologies? <laughs> Tell yeah, me. We, we, we rendered we asked, for 17 hours. And you're like, okay, yeah. but what What was the program? <laughs> yeah, we yeah. Tickle I about that. And he, he kind of said, like, yeah, you know, they did their thing and they do it a certain way. And, you know, we have our way of going about it and that's up to people to decide what they think but he had mentioned that they got the finished product and then did stuff over that and then also no, that they're doing no, no, no. stuff without moving right that's what he they said didn't no 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 do to, that. to to be clear yeah he was saying he commended corridor crew specifically because right most of the time when you see those deep fakes and stuff on the internet they are working off of the framework that already is the movie or the yes. visual effects shot that they right. have and they are like right tweaking it to make it look better in you know their opinion he says it's kind of like right. half dozen the other but right but he says where he commended corridor crew is that they didn't do that they actually attempted to start from scratch with a different subject added their own lighting to that subject and then like did it from there um mm-hmm. and and to this day like i i notice that luke looks a little weird but I go to that corridor crew clip and I'm like, no, that it, this looks way wrong to me. Um, hmm. And I, don't, I loved I, what they did. I, I I like what they did too, but I no no but I'm, I'm saying like, ILM. It, I prefer oh, okay, what yeah Lucasfilm did to what everybody was like. Oh well, what about this? What about that? And I'm like, okay, but you're photoshopping a still image. I'm not saying those guys, but a lot of yeah. people were like, well, what about this? And I'm like, it, it's completely probably, different. Oh, they could probably go in and make upgrades to it yeah if technology yeah. improves too you know mm-hmm. what i what i like the about... jeans guy from the mandalorian episode you can update things you know what i like just about, think about that the technology too yeah is sorry, that go they're ahead, they're explaining that technology you know what i mean right I, i'm like they're like okay so here's how it works here's what we're doing this is how that process comes about to what you're actually seeing on screen and mm-hmm. that is something like when I watch their channel, I go, okay, cool. Yeah, I see how this is all done. And then when I, I imagine, I'm kind of guessing here, when we watch the gallery, they'll just brush over it and just talk about how amazing it was. And I'm like, okay, but I do wish that you would get into the details <laughs> of how it's done. Yeah. They always keep it pretty high level, even like behind the scenes, Disney rides and stuff. They always keep specifics under wraps. Yeah. So Lacey, uh, Take John's question and, and bounce it back at you. What's something you're hoping for in this episode? Mark Hamill on camera talking about what it means to him. 100%. Yeah. That's all I really want. Like, I love the technology stuff, but if I had to choose between that and Mark Hamill's thoughts, I want Mark Hamill's thoughts, especially uh, whether you agree with it or not. He had a very, you know, personal emotional reaction to the last jedi which i feel like a lot of fans including myself had just because it wasn't what we were expecting um so what he wrote online after the fact of how much it meant to him and everything like john was talking about um i just i can't wait to hear him talk about it especially because they're going to be interviewing him that day 
I bet. Like on set, arriving. Mm-hmm. I bet they had a camera from the moment he stepped out of the car. Oh, yeah. you there. know there's there's a shot of him lo- looking at the outfit for the first time in 35 Or hanging out with a stunt double. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Hol- holding, holding the lightsaber. Holding the lightsaber. Yeah, that's a big one. And, and I'm telling you, I'm going to cry this whole episode. the green lightsaber <laughs> and everything. I will, yeah. I will bet money that he makes a comment about um, how it's like the same or like it's or maybe it's something different about it or you know something like that but when i think when he sees that outfit with the robe and stuff he's gonna get emotional i was gonna say if he cries it's over for me and then while he got emotional doing the last jedi stuff i imagine putting on the same outfit from it's probably tailored into new outfit but it's the same luke outfit from return of the jedi almost to a t uh you know 38 years later that's that's a big thing because he was very emotional about doing the scenes with Yoda after that long of time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, putting that outfit on where he was like the peak Luke for a lot of fans. Um, that's he's. I think he's gonna get. Uh, you sure? Emotion. You sure he's they're, wearing they're that music, outfit? The emotional. They might music just be using there. his neck down, so it's he's gonna be in one of those tight green screens. <laughs> nah, no, they dude. definitely put him in the outfit. He's <laughs> yeah. definitely. I think the shot where he removes the hood and he's walking in is Mark Hamill. If I was to guess. Yeah. No. But I, yeah, yeah, no. Going off what John just said, that's my peak Luke. Is Return of the Jedi taking yeah. guys out at Jabba's palace? Like yeah. that is. When I it think was, of Luke Skywalker, that's what I think of. Why? Like, where, where did this thing come where, where fans are like, Luke Skywalker would never hurt anybody or whatever? And it's just like, you know, he first of all, they were droids he was, he was crushing. Some people were very upset with how aggressive Luke was crushing those droids, like with the with the fist and crunching their he throat. He choked out the Gamorrean guards that's at the beginning. That's what I was of, just, yes, exactly. That was the sickest part. When I was like eight, I was like, yeah, get him. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I, I, I was always thrown by that. I'm like, Luke, Yeah, that is weird. Luke, beats people well, he's, up, he's also clearly just cutting through everybody on Jabba's. you know like they're shooting him with blasters he's bouncing them back and they're knocking him off and he's cutting people he's in kicking, half yeah yeah well kicking yeah, people into the starlight pit and everything yeah yeah force he's kicking that thing like a baseball but the bat. aggression is there though and that's something that's kind of looked I don't into know that not the only aggression in... is there though the way he chokes out the guards of being of Jabba's palace, oh, absolutely. Oh, I thought you were saying about well, the 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 robot guards. The droids. I think he's just on defense, but he's adding a little bit of sass, you know, Skywalker way, well, being well, like, "Look how." What I thought was interesting about him walking in was was how calm he was. I felt like he never yes. felt like he was in danger. So there was no aggression. There was no like, "Why is this person attacking me?" So no, like, no, he's no, gonna no. like fight back. It was very much like. Like, oh, if you come at me, yep, okay, well, I'll just have to get rid of you and You're move just you in out my of the way. way. Yeah. yeah. The, well, the whole thing about Return of the Jedi was kind of like, oh, wow, Luke's wearing black and now he's choking this person. Like, it. is he turning dark side? So that yeah. was the, you know, the tease. I don't know why I whispered the... that. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love it. It was cool. <laughs> yeah. But this well, is going to be, did, yeah, so awesome. Did they not tease that as, uh, like, in trailers? Like, I feel like I remember people saying they remember going to the theater and seeing the trailer for Return of the Jedi and seeing Luke and Vader like in the same room standing next to each other. People were like, oh my gosh, like it's like the hand holdout of Kylo. It's like, or like Ray holding Kylo's lightsaber in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. But the the, the trailers like these days are way more like, let's keep them guessing. Where back then it was more like, this is what happens in this movie. And like no. you saw, like <laughs> no, you saw, I like understand. Luke Skywalker with his green lightsaber, you know. 
doing. I think it. he's just saying people assumed that he, they were like. Oh. I think people yeah, I think they were going to keep it a little like. What the uh, heck curious. is going to happen in this movie if like Luke and yeah. Vader are standing next to each other and he's in all black and all this? It's like that speculation of him turning to the dark side and then going into the theater and seeing like what he's doing in Jabba's palace. It's like this is a different Luke, you know. Now we're so yeah. used absolutely. To it, but... From the one that was crying and giving up and holding his hand at the end of Empire Strikes Back. Like, yep. this is a completely different dude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm watching the theatrical trailer now to see if... <laughs> In the middle of our show, you're just going to have... Let me just pop this up real quick. Let me just pull it but, up. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just really excited to see Mark. I think... So that, and I, I always will. I always will be so excited to see what Mark thinks, what is going on. You know, he, he to me, is Star Wars. I think it's funny that we moved from our second story back to our first because technically we're talking about all the awards and nominations. This is not the Resistance broadcast anymore. This is the Luke Skywalker broadcast. Dude, everyone look up the, not us right now, but I'm saying our listeners, after the podcast, watch the Return of the Jedi theatrical trailer from 1982. It's basically a summary of the movie. Like it's, they it's, went all out. They're like, so please go see this. <laughs> they did not care. Back then, it wasn't about the secret uh, mm-hmm. mystery box or anything. It was like, mm-hmm. this is what is going to happen in this movie, what, and what you're going to go see it. What if they're like, they're like, this summer, Luke Skywalker will fight off a guy named Jabba the Hutt. They're unfreeze Han from Carbonite, and then they'll go meet up at the moon of Endor. Where the, like, they tell you. They're the brother plot. and sister. They are yes. romantic. They Yoda will it. die, and then Obi Wan, Alec Guinness will be back. <laughs> like, my, my favorite part about the trailer is it's chrono- uh, chronological. Like it's yeah, they don't skip the around. Oh. You go, you go to Endor. They show Vader and Luke fighting. They show the space battle. It's just like imagine a Star Wars trailer today did that. You would just be able to guess the whole movie because people would sit there and break apart each part and be like, oh well, clearly this is the map yeah. of the story. But like yeah, back I then, mean, people, people didn't care about that, and now people do. So now they're almost forced to make it, you know. Mysterious. Because we're crazy, we get pumped about yeah. a commercial for the product that we're paying to see. Yeah. Yeah. Give me all the trailers though. <laughs> um I still have that unpopular opinion that when it comes to Star Wars, I wish they would show me clips that aren't in the movie. I'd be totally cool with an entire oh, trailer. Full I hate of, that. Full of stuff that actually isn't in the movie, but it's all like the tone and it looks exactly like, like the TFA. movie. TFA was all about that in their trailers. They showed a ton of stuff that wasn't in the movie. Yeah, yeah, sort of. Also Rogue One, too, but but that yeah. was a little bit of a different story because I think those things were intended to be in the movie and then it, they didn't make it Rogue in. One came up in the Hasbro conversation. I'll have to share that later. Remind me Rogue something yeah. about that that changed. Yeah. But I But I would be cool if they did things like they're like, oh, here is a character you know, that is in the movie. And, and it's like, oh, that character is obviously important in the movie, but it's like the scene of them doing whatever they're doing is not right. in the movie and it's irrelevant right. to the story. Uh, I, I would be okay with that, but I know that's unpopular. I think we've even done that as a poll before. And most sure. people are like, nah, show me clips from the movie. Um, I don't know. Do you guys have anything else to say about this or, or the fact that it's up for 24 uh, Emmys? I hope it wins them all. I it want more Mandalorian. It. Yeah. If we, if I would have thought about this, I would have asked you guys to try to guess which ones you think this will win. Read them out. How many there? Fourteen. There's twenty-four. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Just look at honestly, just look at special effects and sound editing, and that's probably it. 
Yeah, I, I'm gonna say. Well, how many did it win last season? Do we know? Win uh, one or win two here. One, two, three. One for four, special effects. Five, I think. six, seven. It won seven of seventeen. But in the in two categories, like I'm saying, like areas, like special effects, sound. You know, did it win for music? No. Uh, yeah, outstanding music composition for yeah. a series. Oh, cool. Yeah. It won uh, outstanding production design for a narrative program, outstanding sound editing for a comedy or drama, outstanding cinematography for a single camera series. It had to win for production because of the volume. Coordination for a drama series. Yeah. Outstanding never, visual effects. Yeah, it's on, never going to win writing, directing, or um, acting. It might. Uh, it depends the, what they submitted. And sound mixing is the last one it won. I, I mean, uh, Chapter 9 should win because Favreau just absolutely crushed that. Chapter one, two. I'm gonna yeah. say well, I'm gonna one... say that it's gonna win. Sorry, not chapter one. I meant yeah. chat. We're saying the same thing. Chapter, chapter nine yeah. is chapter one, yes. episode yeah. one of season yeah. two. Yes. I'm gonna say ten. Do you guys want to try to? How many it'll win? Yeah, I think it'll win ten of these. Ooh, this is a good bet. This is a good one. This is a good one. Um, I'm still. By the way, I still have to get pied at some point. I don't really um, have a lot of stock in this. I'm just. Don't James has to get pie too. John has a pie debt right now. <laughs> so now, James, we got to be right so then we can all just pie each other. Yeah. Or just cancel it out. Time. Cancel pie. <laughs> um, out of 24, I'm going to go with 14. 12. Oh, John's in the middle. Yep. James, what did you say? 10? But we're not doing a pie bet on this. We have too many. No, I think we should. No, No. it's too many outstanding. Why? Are you afraid? No, we're losing the luster. If we do the pie bets all the time, then they're not as special. (laughs) We're not doing them all the time. James is from like last year. Mine is from like earlier this year. We're almost halfway through the year. I don't think any of us are really like dead set on this belief to get pied by it. (laughs) We're just like guessing a number. (laughs) How many Emmys will the mandalorian season that's two. a good poll for patreon when so if you want to be a part of that poll sign up for patreon patreon.com one last thing i should do now john you said 14 or no, 12 how 12. dare you and she said 14 <laughs> 14 oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't care who got that and say in the comments if you got that quote don't say what it is I got it. Yeah. Um, Okay. So uh, if you guys want to talk about a couple other things that are happening in Star Wars news right now, um, there is, I I just, I just want to mention this again, because we, we talk about it every once in a while, but the, uh, the bounty, uh, I'm sorry, war for the bounty hunter stuff is going on right now in the comics and Star Wars Mm -hmm. news net is covering each and every issue as they come out. Um, Right. You know, Dangar's getting his special. Job of the Head is getting his special. Um, Kira is in these. If you guys want to go check yep. them out, um, there's a lot of really cool stuff that's happening. If I wasn't in the middle of uh, the the High Republic books right now, I keep reading them and like I I want to go back to the comics because I know these there's some stuff going on here. I can't wait to catch up uh, and get on with this stuff. But uh, if you are not able to um, dive in uh, by, you know, for 
money reasons like you don't want to buy all the issues or mm-hmm. whatever star wars newsnet does these great like spoiler reviews where they put in pictures of like the important panels that kind of give you the story they walk you through it so head over to star wars newsnet check that stuff out you can kind of keep up with it without having to keep up with it um the other thing is i want to get to this lacy hasbro interview because um uh i don't know i just i i think this stuff is so interesting and it's and it's a great opportunity for lacy to um uh, be able to talk and uh, not talk, but like talk to Hasbro and yeah. uh, share some stuff. Yeah. I'm actually pumped. This is, I think the third or fourth one I've done with them this year, which is insane. They've done yeah. a ton of them. And I, you know, people have their thoughts about Hasbro and especially with exclusives going to different retailers. These guys care about what you, what fans think, and they they want to not only be a business and sell toys, but they really want to make stuff that people are excited about. So it's always fun to talk to them about this kind of stuff because they go into the details of, this is why we did what we did, and they also tease a little bit of like, hey, we can't tell you what's coming, but stuff is coming. So, um, I mean, they didn't go crazy reveals. I know there was something that went online where I believe Patrick in a different round because they do a bunch of different round tables. They did a different one uh, with a different group and they let it slip that maybe the HasLab Black Series coming up might be a Rancor, which if it is, there goes my money because uh, I am a huge <laughs> Rancor fan. See ya. But uh, I can't say yes or no if that's the truth. I know that they kind of let it slip, and but that stuff happens. I mean, what's his name? Uh, Chapic slipped about Solo and we haven't heard anything about that, so... Right. Um, but I did get to ask them about the Dave Filoni figure that I was actually the only person that really asked about it. And I was kind of surprised. Well, yeah, that's wild. Um, so I asked them about, you know, being that the creators are just as much about Star Wars as the characters. Will we ever see any cool like creator line? Because they've done it for Funko and they've done it for I think NECA has done uh, Guillermo del Toro figures and stuff. So I was like, that'd be really fun to do like a J.J. Abrams figure. Um, but they said right now they're really focused on the canon stuff. And because Trapper Wolf is a canon character, that's how it kind of happened. And currently right now he will never be getting a cowboy hat unless Favreau gives him one. So, uh, or in story he has one. So I'm just hoping that Favreau will hear this and just give him a cowboy hat. (laughs) Let it happen so that then they can be like, well, it is canon that he has a cowboy hat. Um, but other than that, they're they're working to get exclusives um, that haven't been going well with some of their retailers to fix those problems. I know they're making mm. the backs for some of the vintage collection figures thicker so that they don't bend in shipment. Um, and they definitely have more things to announce going into later this year. So that's cool. But yeah, I don't want them to give them the cowboy hat. I think it would be funny, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah, I... I, I feel... want a Paul figure. I want a Carson Tava figure. Yes. I want that before the cowboy hat. And I actually, really quick, I I do find this interesting with Hasbro, and I love that they say this. Um, Patrick and his team are always very quick to stress to fans, especially fan sites that are very, you know, honest and willing to criticize about different things. Hey, when are we getting this? And I'm guilty of it too. Like, hey, when are we getting a Ben Solo? I ask them that all the time. Um, their reaction to that is if I give you blank, then you don't get blank. So it's kind of this game of, okay, you want another version of Ahsoka, but that takes away from this alien over here that we haven't done yet. 
Um, so just keeping that in mind when you're giving feedback or thinking about what figures you want to see, because uh, they can only make so many. And the exclusives that come through Amazon or Walmart or Target only get made because those distributors and retailers pay for those figures to be made. So if they mm -hmm. don't get them, they don't get made. But yeah, it was an interesting conversation. It was more on the technical end, I think, more than anything else. But uh, they definitely have more stuff coming. And now I'm intrigued about this Rancor thing. I'm going to have to shoot them a follow-up email and be like, uh, so WTF. <laughs> yeah. And I haven't seen Ray's lightsaber yet. But I got one from Galaxy's Edge, but I have not seen it yet. Um, but, oh, and the sequel trilogy stuff. They did... I did ask them about that because the Lucasfilm 50th year on the timeline on the back of the figures has all these different parts of the 50 years of Lucasfilm, which includes some of the sequel trilogy movies. Mm -hmm. They said that it's more of a look to the past into like classic Star Wars and classic Lucasfilm than it is to like current. Mm -hmm. So basically they told me, no, <laughs> we will mm -hmm. not be getting any sequel trilogy figures. So hopefully someday soon, because I would really love to see. Like I said, a Ben Solo or, you know, I just feel like there's a lot of characters we didn't get to see from Solo, especially at that uh, Sabacc game that I've always wanted to see. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, Good it. stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. I'm always I'm always interested in, in that type of stuff, like what makes it so that a certain character gets picked or something like yeah. that. Because cause I know Will they're saying... Will probably number one. I mean... What? It's Will usually fan, yeah, fan requests, but they've been really focused on this year, especially the world building aspect. So they want to create figures and sets that allow for people to build the worlds that they want to build, either in dioramas or photos or in collections that you have, like the Cantina set where you get Ponda Baba and Obi-Wan in the bar. And I believe the distillery part and the cups all come together because they're all about that. Yeah. Cool. The world building. Yeah. Do you guys follow any like uh, toy photographers? Ones that yeah. like set up yes. scenes and stuff. Yeah. They're cool. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Who's that one? Jason we met in. Um, Jason. Yep. Work, work more or less, <laughs> I think is his thing. Yep. He does like funny ones too, where he'll do like he did one recently where Jason, I don't know if you listen to the show, but you're getting a plug. <laughs> um he did uh boba fett doing taking a selfie with han and carbonite he <laughs> did the just... mando i believe with grogu who he built a razor crest out of cardboard for grogu oh that's so cool yeah, yeah. and i actually also love sergeant bananas is his name my buddy oh, okay. sergeant, bananas. sergeant on bananas on instagram he actually works with hasbro a lot um and we met nice. we met over instagram because i was like your pictures are great and then I was in Hasbro's booth at San Diego Comic-Con a couple of years ago, and I heard someone be like, Lacey? And I turn around, and there's Sergeant Bananas. That's Bananas. I know. But it just proves you, like, this community is so awesome, and you just meet people all the time. Yeah. No question. Realize. Yeah, no I, was question. Looking, I was looking for the one that, that I follow, uh, Plastic Action. Does anybody know that one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there was a recent Star Wars one that I'm, I'm looking for to see specifically what it was, but... He always has like really creative ideas too. Like he'll mix two things together. Is he the uh, one that did uh, La La Land with uh, Civil War, where he had Tony Stark and Captain America doing the La La Land dance? Maybe here's him? one with uh, Grogu and Is that Mars the Attacks? Mars Attacks alien. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying to line it up for both cameras there, but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that is cool. I always love the behind the scenes shots of like how they did it. Like they'll show you like how they 
blow like a, they have a fog machine or a smoke machine that does smoke so that they can get like explosions and yeah they usually have like three uh three images where you can like yeah. see the final version and then you see like a behind yeah. the scenes and then you see like a, a video with of the, the wire the or something of yeah. like the action figure like in the air yeah that's really cool it's a really cool community if you want to check it out on instagram that's where they're mostly here is luke skywalker on bespin and nice. he's being uh approached by darth vader from back to the future <laughs> yeah that's really good i like that <laughs> i come from funny. planet vulcan <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> all right uh well that is it for the resistance report this week uh we got a pod race to get to Lacey, can you tell us more about that I can once I get it up on my screen. Wah, wah, wah. Once I get it up on my screen. <laughs> All right, guys, it's time for the Patreon pod race. So there are lots of ways you can support us. You can like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. You can follow us on Twitter at RBATSWNN or on Instagram at The Resistance Broadcast. But if you want more, including extra episodes, polls, fun live events where you can uh, watch stuff with us live, like different movies and episodes and all different cool stuff, you can head over to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast starting at $2 a month. You get access to the page. And as you go up in the ranks, you get more access to us. If I say access one more time, uh, yeah, it's really fun. But this is the part of the show that we let our generals and spice runners be a part of the show. Um, where we ask them a question, they give us an answer, and we talk about it. So first, I want to say thank you to some of our generals, well, all our generals and our spice runners. Thank you to Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, John Reese, Jetta Rosewater, Paul Olson, Jake Couchins, Oliver Lewis, Frank Grande, Hass, uh, Joe Ritchie, Darth Hurricane, Timothy Hill, John Chorlton, Nick Krat, Nick Kratz. I always mess up your name, Nick. I'm so sorry. Christian Morales and Val Trichkoff. Thank you guys so much. And our Spice Runners, David Probus, Neil Shaw, Double C Chris, Kendall Gelnar, Ryan Wara, Dave Hornack, and Micah Harrison. Um, Thanks, and just a little bit of a behind the scenes thing. We do a really fun monthly chat with our admirals, generals and spice runners. We mm -hmm. just did a trivia night with them. It was yes. a blast. Um, and the past year has been crazy for a lot of people, including this year, because things are just like trying to get back to normal. But this community is something that's been really consistent as a really shining bright spot in the galaxy for us. And we thank you for being yeah. a part of it. And if you're interested... It's always a good time to join, and we'd love to have you. And um, shout out yep. real quick, because we do a quarterly trivia thing on those calls with our admirals, generals, and spice runners. And shout out to uh, Jake Houchins, one of our generals, for uh, winning this uh, recent round. And he got to take home, uh, we're sending him uh, Babu Frick. So we give away stuff Frick. on those. Yeah, very cool. It's a talking big guy, and he uh, we're sending that out to Jake. So congrats mm -hmm. to Jake. Shout out, buddy. Nice. And it was super fun. It's just, oh, we always end up talking about food. <laughs> I don't know why. And then I'm always star. I'm so hungry. Like after those calls. Yeah. I'm so hungry after those. Yeah. Um, and then on a personal note, my hand is pretty much broken. I've written so many transmissions so in the many. past two weeks. I've gotten pretty. It takes me a while to get through them because there's just so many, which is an awesome problem to have. Mm -hmm. And it's not really a problem. It's just really cool. But I'm really excited for those people to get their stickers and notes this week because I've just been bombarding my mailman. So. Sorry, mailman, whatever your name is. Um, all right. So up this week, we have Jeremy Myers. Thank you, Jeremy, for doing this. We know it was a little hectic this week, what but up? we appreciate you doing it. The question was, Star Wars movie. Star Wars was a movie franchise first. 
Whose movie are you most excited about considering the little information that we have about them? Patty Jenkins, Taika Waititi, or Kevin Feige? And why? Jeremy, take it away. Hey, what's up, everyone? Um, I don't know. So I think it's a toss-up for me. I'm not really familiar with um, Patty's work other than Wonder Woman. And both were great. A little little weird and long at times for me in those uh, movies. Um, Entourage was great series love that but Taika is awesome I think uh I think his is going to be the um you know the continuation of what he's um done so far but I think I am being a Marvel guy Kevin Feige and what he brings to the uh table is going to be what I'm most interested in because I would love to see if he can make uh Star Wars films and projects be as successful as the Marvel run has been for him and uh, like I don't know to me single can point to him to to be in the the backbone of Marvel and what they've done but um, hoping uh, hoping it's the best I'm really looking forward to all three though so hope you guys are well and uh, enjoying the summer General Jeremy out well done, Jeremy. Awesome job. Thanks again for doing that on such short notice. Appreciate it. John, what'd you think? Good. I mean, it's definitely a good answer. It makes a lot of sense because Feige has the biggest track record of the three. Um, he's a, an amazing producer and working with Kathleen Kennedy. I think they'll knock something out. That's going to be something special. Um, my pick would be Taika, but I, I like his reasonings there. Uh, I forgot Patty Jenkins did work on Entourage. I completely forgot about that because I, I used to love Entourage and I'm actually thinking about doing a rewatch myself. So uh, thanks for reminding me of that. Um, but yeah, you're right. Taika is going to bring it. Um, but yeah, Feige, you're right. The, the allure is there because of what he's done with Marvel. So I think that's a great answer, Jeremy. Uh, great job as always. You always uh, give a thorough explanation as to why you answer the way you do. And I love that. Uh, but most importantly, hope you and the family are doing well out there in Cali. Hope works, business is going well. And thank you for the support as always. Uh, John out. <laughs> James? Um, I, I'm with John on this, actually. It's a, it's a good answer. And I would, I would think that it would be Kevin Feige would be my thing. But I started actually thinking about the Marvel movies in general. I love the Marvel movies, but I love the Marvel movies because they all connect and stuff and eat like a single Marvel movie is not that great, but I think a single Taika movie do does usually hold up. You know what I mean? Like no matter what it is. Um, so I think my vote is going to be Taika on this, but I totally understand where you're coming from, Jeremy, especially <laughs> since like he's now dipped his toe in all of the television stuff that's coming out. And that just continues to get praise, 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 you know? So I'm, I, I am with you, Jeremy, on that uh, regard, but I think uh, I'm with John on the sense that I'd probably go with Taika if I had to pick one, but Hey, that's a good answer. Um, and so glad to always see you on the show. Well, I'm going to be boring, Jeremy. Uh, you have a great answer. You're awesome. We love having you on the show. Uh, Kevin Feige is a great answer. I don't think you would do wrong with any of these answers, actually, um, because I go back to this all the time, but yeah. it's true. I picked Patty and Taika as my choices for directors, and I won. So Nice. Um, yeah, I'm winning the game that no one knew existed because that's how I operate. That being said, uh, I'm going to be boring and say I agree with these guys that Taika would have been my choice 
Ragnarok is just so good. I don't think I've ever laughed harder at a at a Marvel movie than uh, Ragnarok, and I <laughs> lost it watching the Deadpool Krog reaction video that they did together. Korg, Korg yeah, Korg. Sorry, the Korg <laughs> Killer Krog. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the Korg. Uh, I just know him as the Rock guy. Yeah. Um, the reaction the, video the that they did on guy. Twitter. So if you guys haven't seen it, head over to Ryan Reynolds page and definitely watch it. They react to his, one of his trailers for his movies, which at this point, Ryan Reynolds is like a joke in itself. It's yeah. like he's like doing the same thing. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited for that. Thank you so much for doing this again. We really appreciate it. We love having you on the show. You're just such a fun fan to talk with and have a good time and talk about Star Wars. Um, so, yeah, now we're going to head back to John. Yeah, I mean, we only have a few minutes. Usually, you know, however much time we have left at the end of the Monday shows. Uh, you know, that's another thing about the Patreon. Like, we we do poll our resistance officers for feedback on what they like that we do. I mean, they say they like everything, which we love, but what it's they like so more. Nice. Yeah. Tell so, us the truth. <laughs> the open chats have been very popular with our patrons, and we assume that funnels down to also just our listeners in general. So... Um, whatever time we have to usually take us up to the hours, what we do here, we only have a couple minutes here, so I don't really have too have much. Question. Yeah, go ahead. So how do you guys feel, uh, with Mark Hamill being Luke Skywalker and coming back to the Mandalorian? It's so funny. Hilarious. <laughs> I wonder if, I wonder how, how far this goes though. Like, do you think that was a one and done? No. James brought up the Ahsoka thing, and I'm starting yeah. to think that that's going to happen. I, I feel like when we watch that thing, it may sway people's opinions on different ways. Uh, you know, some people who think it was one and done, maybe they tease like, oh, did you like that? Well, guess what? We may not be done yet or something, you know? So I'm curious what that August 25th thing is going to give us. They have to bring Grogu back. So that's the thing is like, if he's there, then Luke's got to be there. I'm actually worried about how they're going to bring Grogu back. Is it just going to be like, what's your nightmare? Like what, what happens that then you're like, this is my nightmare. I don't know if this is my nightmare, but I think just them being like, oh, just kidding. He went with Luke, but it didn't work out. Like something has to come of that. He just gets left in an egg on his doorstep. Well, no. (laughs) so, So question here. Do you think he's back season three, episode one? No. No. Do you? That, I'm I don't I don't think it's impossible. I think especially if they do that they're like Mandalorian season 3 is actually taking 5 years place 5 years later or something like that. You know, they could easily explain it away and still have the the show be the show. The show is Mandalorian and Grogu. So right. you know, we ended this was part of the story. He goes with Luke, but we're going to pick up, you know, where, you know, this happens like um do you think james do you think it's the whole thing like a lot of people are speculating oh it's got to do with the kylo ren in the temple and grogu survives or something yeah i don't either i don't i don't think they're even going to touch that i don't either i really don't yeah no yeah i i see that meme come up a lot where people are like putting the pieces together and it's like oh when you realize and they put all those pieces together and they're like this means that kylo ren killed grogu or whatever and i'm like i just really don't even think they're gonna touch it you know yeah um, i, I, I think either. grogu will have been long gone from the care of luke skywalker by that point there's so much more to the mandalorian that they're gonna tell what happens to that character beyond yeah. 
being with Because how many years until... Because didn't Kylo show up when he was like 12? What was the age when Kylo went to Luke's? Wasn't it like 12, 11? I don't remember. So then Grogu has to be what? He's gonna, 50. And then this is, this Ben is Solo's bad. like one. I'm going to say it's 10 years after Mandalorian that that event would have taken place. Right. That's a long time. That's the point I'm making. Is like, even if you were just estimating, like that's mm-hmm. a long time that they're not going to be like, yeah, Grogu's gone for 10 years. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it'll be it'll be interesting because you're right. They would. You'd have to time jump the Mandalorian. That's a, it's just messy. I, something's going to happen where Luke has to bring him back or Grogu had to leave or who knows. They'll, they'll figure it out. I There's no one I trust more than Jon Favreau, so he'll figure it out. I've been watching his chef show. I trust him with anything at this point. Because he wrote Grilled season cheese, three already. Cake. Hey, chef is good. The, the movie Chef is very good, actually. I have to watch it, but I've been watching the That's Chef show good. where he goes and like cooks and stuff. Mm-hmm. I would... Oh my god! I wish he could. Now imagine me. that with a good story, and that's Chef the movie. Is <laughs> <laughs> he's just so likable? Like I don't think I've ever seen someone so likable as John Favreau, and I would argue he is the most likable person. Well, when I saw him at the premiere of the Last Jedi, I gotta say he walked. <laughs> he walked like a very likable guy. Do You're you, the worst. <laughs> You're the do worst. You guys want to hear something funny? So I was like thinking of he something. Walked like a likable guy. I was trying to think of something fun we could talk about, and I was like, okay, so like, what's a what's a popular TV show or movie or something right now? And then I was like, okay, Loki. And then I was like, oh, what if someone who wrote Loki, Michael Waldron? Would we like Michael Waldron to write, write a star? And then I was like, this is already happening. Wait, is what it, am I talking about? It's happening. Yeah. yeah. That literally, that whole <laughs> thing happened in my head. I was like, what's something we could talk about? Loki, Michael Waldron. Michael Waldron writing a Star Wars movie? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. He already is. Yeah. I guess now yeah. we could bring that up. Like, since we don't normally talk about like Loki and stuff, Loki we don't have to go so on that. Good. The show is completed now. How do we Season feel about Michael is. Waldron? Yep. He, I haven't watched Loki yet. It's you haven't finished it, but you've watched. No, you haven't watched all, any of it. Okay. He wanted to wait till it was completed so that he could watch it all at once. I know, no. John. Well, oh, it's completed now, time. and he hasn't watched it. So no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I, I was trying to save him there, but it didn't work out. Uh, I got Yeah, I just I don't really have an excuse. I I feel like I've been busy. Like there's a lot going on. So, John, are you excited that Mark Hamill's coming back to the <laughs> interview about the? <laughs> I, I'm I'm over it now. No, I'm over it. Yeah, we're gonna probably get to won't the even show. watch that one, right, We're going to get to the Mando fan show episode, and you're just going to be like, I don't even want to talk oh about this. Oh, my God. It's like Porgs all over again. <laughs> I'm going to be talking about this forever. Yeah. Forever. Um, Lacey, I assume now you're you're doubling down on Michael Waldron coming. Are you? Oh, yes. Loki was that? amazing. Um, I've been actually watching it with Matt, and Matt is not like the biggest Marvel fan or anything. Uh, he really enjoyed it and he made me wait to watch it and he didn't do that with any of the other shows he made me wait to watch the loki shows because he found it so interesting um the last episode he said could have been done in five minutes like they just really drew it out to him at least i don't Mm -hmm. think so but Mm -hmm. um it was really really interesting and the way that the story is building and building and building like where is this gonna go it makes me super excited for star wars because that's something that I, I haven't been guessing in a while with Star Wars, if that makes sense. Like, I haven't been like, what is, I don't know where this is going to go. Yeah. 
Um, and I love doing that. That's the best part of being a fan. And that's why I think I always flash back to TFA because we left that movie being like, what next? Is she a Kenobi? Like, what does this mean? What's next? Where's Luke? Um, and if that's the best part to me of being a fan is like having that moment where you just get to guess things and make stuff up and be like, whatever. Not to the point of like making stuff up that you're presenting it as truth. I'm saying speculating. Um, yeah. Or so speculate. the show is great for speculation. You're like, how does this play into Doctor Strange? How is this going to play into Spider-Man later in the year? And it talks it, it talks into what you were just oh, saying, right. James, which you love about Marvel is the connectivity of everything. Yeah, that that's the one thing. Like again, Marvel is kind of taking the cake here for this type of stuff when it comes to their TV shows, playing into how the movies are going to play out. Like, like Black now, Widow. now yeah. I feel like I'm watching Loki and going like, okay, if I watch Doctor Strange and I didn't see uh, Loki or I didn't see WandaVision or something like that, I might be missing an aspect of this. And I, I, I know there's a different element to it, and because it's Star Wars. But I would totally be okay if the movies were still kind of like that, where it's like you go see the movies and like characters show up and things happen that were based on the events that happened in, say, Mandalorian or something like that. Um, right. Like, not so much like I don't I don't know. I just I think that stuff's interesting. Like right now already, like uh, we have three uh, Marvel shows that are out, and we have only had two of star wars but it's the two of the same series so it's kind of tricky but i want star wars to get to that point and we're almost there you know we've talked about this a couple times i can't we're wait getting Andor, for next we're getting year yeah. we're getting book of boba fett we're getting mandalorian season three marvel like fans are things, so spoiled it, it's gonna <laughs> happen soon but the thing is is like i want star wars to get to that point and then i want like a movie to drop and that's why i think i would think it would be great if uh uh, Rogue Squadron was in that era after Return of the Jedi because they could maybe play in with connected, um, yeah. you know, maybe yeah, they could show the Mandalorian back when he was still the bounty hunter. Like he could be in that right. movie and they could encounter him and they could have a scene with him. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think that stuff would be interesting and uh, it raises the the live action stuff. It pushes the Disney Plus platform. I get why sure. Disney would do it, but I'm even cool with that stuff happening because I'm just a fan of that type of connectivity and uh, cross brand nice. like that. Yeah, synergy. Cross franchise or whatever. I, I just love that I like Marvel enough, but not too much where I don't feel pressured to watch it immediately. And I'm okay How dare you not watch um, it? True. John, if you I haven't played. seen Ant Man two, you're dead to me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't think I have. <laughs> Honestly. Um, all right. Uh thank you to everyone for listening and watching. Being a part of TRB. Um, like Lacey said before, sub- subscribe to YouTube, all that stuff. Make sure also your audio apps, wherever you get your podcast feeds, uh, hit us up there. Follow, like, whatever you gotta do, and share us with a friend. Word of mouth is how we grow. Uh, one of our uh, listeners told us that they were wearing a Make Solo 2 Happen shirt. Someone came up to them and said, I love it. And he told um Resistance Broadcast. So very cool stuff. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, Star Wars Newsnet, like James said before, that's the place to go for all of it. All your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. Johnny Hoey on Twitter. Uh, StarWarsNewsNet.com doing writing and editing over there and of course uh, my movie podcast just like the movies um, I think the next one we're going to be doing is The Rock with Nick Cage and Sean Connery we just did Wayne's I've World I've seen recently. that that's a, that's a really good movie very excited to do that one yeah um, alright James 
Yes. Where can people find me online? James, we've uh, done this 445 times. So anyway, as I was saying about Marvel connectivity. <laughs> <laughs> James, are you excited for Luke to come back? And yeah. As I was saying uh, about the multiverse. <laughs> yeah. M- mostly, mostly about his just reaction to being on screen. I think <laughs> right. again, as with yeah. the green saber, I think, uh, yeah. I think that at uh, Meyer trunks on Twitter and Instagram is where you can find me. Yeah. <laughs> people could find me on twitter and instagram at lacy gillerin um and then also there is a recap up on star wars newsnet of my hasbro interview so definitely check that out and i promise eventually once i get reorganized in my life with all the craziness this past week i will do a bunch of unboxings for you guys very good mm-hmm. um so we th- enough about luke it's time to talk about Darth Never. vader which we're gonna do on thursday we're gonna have a little fun imagining what a Darth Vader live action Disney Plus series would be like. So start thinking about that yourself and uh, join us Thursday morning with another episode right here on TRB. See you around, kids.